Okay, we just heard from the provincial government regarding public transit moving forward in the province as we slowly reopen the economy and more people back to work. Theoretically, the thought is more people will be on public transit and they underscored or outlined, if you will, some measures they're getting ready to take so people can take public transit in a safe manner here in the COVID-19 era. But I guess the question remains whether or not we are going to see an influx of passengers when it comes to public transit. Let's ask our friend and author, Steve Monroe. He is a Toronto transit advocate. He's on the line and joins us now for more here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Steve, good afternoon. Nice to talk to you again. Yeah, good afternoon. Nice to talk to you too. All right. Do we have any idea what sort of effect the pandemic is going to have moving forward when it comes to public transit as theoretically more and more people are going back to work in the coming days and weeks? Um, not really. Um, and part of the problem is that we still don't have a sense of how fast there's going to be some sort of economic recovery on one hand and equally how quickly there will be a change in um, how people feel about congregating in groups, you know, through something like a vaccine where, where people, you know, are confident that the, that the, that the prevalence is much, much reduced in the population. I mean, right now, everybody's still scared to be out in groups, although, of course, you see them all the time. But the people don't want to go on the TTC. They don't want to go in, in confined areas where they're sharing air with other people. Uh, so until, you know, you've got the combination, how quickly will a lot of people need to travel and how comfortable are they going to feel about using a shared transit system? Yeah, is that the biggest task in front of the TTC and other public transit right now is to regain the trust of a ridership in this pandemic era, in this quote-unquote new normal? Well, it's, I don't think it's a thing that, that the TTC can do. Uh, it's, it's a much broader social issue um, of people being comfortable of being in an environment where they're sharing space and sharing uh, sharing the air on close at close quarters with a lot of other people and how comfortable people feel about doing that i mean we've been reading about uh, all of the measures that businesses are being asked to put in place if offices reopen uh, we still don't know to what degree there will be um, uh, you know what what arrangements for students in universities or or schools will be and you can hardly expect people to be comfortable riding around on crowded transit vehicles if we're telling people when they get to where they're going that there's a much more stringent requirement for spacing between each other. Well, we heard from the government just moments ago that they're talking about hand sanitizer for people uh, boarding and getting off of a subway and street to cars. We're hearing about physical barriers being erected between the drivers and passengers, enhanced cleaning. I mean, they're saying the right things and these are all uh, promises uh, being made to the ridership. But again, to your point, I guess this is just going to take some time for people to, to kind it's of readjust. Time, but also, frankly, I was I was listening to the announcement, and I was very disappointed. Um, there may be smaller transit systems around the province who have not yet invested the level of money in barriers and uh, and passenger protection and operator protection. The DTC has basically already done all of the stuff that uh, was, was being announced or was being recommended. So there's nothing new there. And, of course, the question that was asked, it was asked both in English and in French and got the same answer, uh, was what about more money? to supplement transit systems revenue, uh, given that they're not getting fares. And it was the usual deal of fobbing the whole problem off on the federal government and saying, well, we need the Fed's help to, to deal with this. Um, you know, how long can the city 
afford to continue to run the transit system at a low occupancy rate and low fare revenue. It's, it's, it's you know, a fair chunk of change. Absolutely, and uh, the clock is uh, ticking. Uh, we know uh, we've heard from the TTC just uh, how that has affected them when it comes to a ridership and revenues. Uh, another thing that might really affect uh, revenues moving forward, Steve, is that they were saying that fewer passengers per car. And I'm just wondering what sort of impact that is going to have on public transit if people know that they're going to have to be standing around, waiting longer, and even if their train or streetcar does come, they might not necessarily be getting on that one. Well, there's there's two parts of that. First of all, the TTC is trying to do that already. Uh, there are recommended loads and operators are free to stop accepting additional passengers if their vehicles are crowded. There have, of course, been photographs that have shown up on Twitter and other places of very crowded vehicles. So it's not always working out the way it's supposed to. The big challenge for the TTC is that if you normally you, 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 if you figure a bus has an average load of about 50 uh, now, it can be more and be really packed, or it can be a little lighter, but 50 is what the TTC aims for in, in pre-COVID times. Now the number is 15, one five. So you need three times as many buses just to carry the same number of people. The problem is that as the riding starts to come back, you'll still be wanting 15 people to a bus, but we don't have enough buses or operators or anything else, you know, subway trains, streetcars, to run the level of service uh, to carry substantially more riders than we're carrying today uh, at that kind of distancing. And that's, that's really the big problem. It's how you get over that hump where ridership is recovering, but people are still wanting to be spaced apart, and there's simply not enough equipment to carry them all. Just finally, Steve, do you think that re uh, readership, uh, ridership, sorry, is ridership going to rebound uh, here like people are anticipating? Or is this maybe a problem that actually has already been cured because so many of us for the last, you know, eight weeks, couple of months have been working from home and you have to believe there's a certain segment of the working populace that will continue to do so? I think some people will continue to work from home. It's going to vary between industries. I mean, I know <laughs> the number of news broadcasts I'm either listening to or seeing on TV. You know, some people are sitting in their in their living rooms. Bed, well, not so much on TV in their bedrooms, but you know what I mean. Uh, it's 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 like you're watching a giant Zoom session when you're watching TV these days. But um, I think that there there are. Only certain types of jobs that lend themselves to working from home. There are big challenges people are finding already. Um, a simple example being that, um, you know, if you've only got one computer or you've only got a certain amount of bandwidth or you're also looking looking after kids who are home, it's kind of hard to work from home and do all those other things at the same time. So, um yeah, there are people who it'll work for. It's not going to work for everybody. There are also, of course, jobs that simply don't lend themselves to working from home. Uh, you know, you can't run a grocery store from home. Uh, you can't run a hospital from home. Uh, the question is going to be uh, how, you know, how are all the people who are, who are going to try to go to work going to get there? Because the flip side, of course, is even assuming they have a car and can drive, um, uh, there's only so much space in the roads, and people kind of forget that if you if you put all those transit passengers in cars, the roads get really crowded really fast. They look great now, but they're you know it doesn't take much to to fill them up because transit, particularly downtown, transit is already carrying uh, was already carrying between the TTC and go well over eighty percent of all the people who came into downtown. That's an well, awful like lot. 
that's an awful lot of working from home <laughs> to yeah. uh, to offset that. Well, like many industries, the TTC and public transit facing a lot of big questions with no easy answers. It, it's Steve, very complicated, the... and I don't think it'll get sorted out in, in the immediate future. Appreciate the time as always, my friend. Thank you. You're welcome.